0: Chapter 21 Ilse and Reshma couldn't really move or function unless they tamed their tails. As a result, they learned quickly. They still had to rely on their arms for guidance while the others kept their arms calmly at their sides. But they managed to get themselves back into the Sea King's court once again the next day. Do you think he just sits there all day? Reshma muttered. Or does he wait for crazy stuff like this to happen? You can ask him, Ilsi teased. He seems like quite the talker gerso looked minutely surprised at their arrival her face pinched into a small smile something Ilsie was sure took more effort than it appeared and cocked an eyebrow Ilsie briefly glanced around taking in the scene if she ever stuck her head in a beehive she was sure it would look similar to what was happening before them mermaids and mermen were swarming the area some would enter the large expanse and others would leave despite the fact that thousands of souls were present she was sure that none of them were really paying attention to the two of them She wondered how far some of them traveled to come this way. Did the Sea King rule all the waters? It probably explained why only Gursle was the one to notice Ilsi and Reshma's approach. Everyone else was preoccupied with themselves. ''Interesting,'' Reshma muttered, leaning towards Ilsi. ''They had an army of merpeople armed to the tooth when they brought us here. Now there's not a single one!'' Reshma was right. No one was wearing armor and, at least in the vicinity of the king, no one was wielding a single weapon. "'So they are afraid of outsiders,' Ilse murmured aloud. "'She tucked the idea away as she looked at Gerstle and said, "'We'd like audience with the royal family. May we speak?' "'You may speak,' came the formal reply. "'What is it that you wish to inform the royal family?' "'I wish to inform the family what they already know but might be too blind to see,' Ilse said icily. "'The Ilderims have some kind of power that allows them to break barriers.' They invaded my homeland through a wall that none of us could break with mortal or magical strength. They came in and kidnapped people. They're probably still there. If you think you're safe just because of how deep in the ocean you reside, you should consider what lengths this group will take to do the same to you. She finished. It hurt her personally to talk so much of what they did to Dove and what they might still be doing. A flicker of recognition passed over their faces as they listened probably because they understood her words, but hadn't formed an opinion about it yet. And what will joining Ladala do for us against them if they have this power? Gersel asked. A splash of water might get a man wet, Ilse said, but a wave could drown him. They are growing in numbers because of how they use their power to control innocent people. If enough of us gather together, we can stop them. There's no point to idly stand aside. "'Is it possible Satellite Dalla is seeking favors because we would make a worse enemy?' Gersel said. "'She trusts that they would use our numbers and influence to foil her plans.' "'They're after the king, your father,' Ilse insisted. "'They just want him for his understanding ability, "'not the power he possesses over the seas and the people. "'If you or he cared about that, it would be in your favor to consider the offer. "'I would know since they tried to come for me.' "'Leave us.' "'Gersel said quietly. ye Ilderims will want to collect you. Ladala will want to collect you, but they won't collect us.' "'What?' "'Ilsie cried incredulously. "'She looked to the king, almost wishing for him to read her thoughts in her heart once more just to prove her intentions. "'We refuse to be allies. "'You can stop wasting your mortal breath convincing us. Ladala's threats or prophecies don't hold weight with us,' Gersel answered. You must go now or we will send for our guards. Ilse and Reshma stared dumbly at the royal family, earning a stern, somber stare from all three of them. Reshma sighed and looked down. Her fists clenched. We've shared the warning twice, Ilse said. I hope you're right and you're strong enough to withstand what's coming. Gersel shook her head. You have so much to learn. With that, Ilse used her arms to leave as quickly and gracefully as possible. Once she wasn't facing anyone, her face hardened and twisted into an enraged frown. Don't worry about it, Rushma murmured right next to her. Ladala didn't guarantee that everyone would listen and accept. Let's just get out of here and get on with our lives. Other people will listen and get a chance to do something. Ilse didn't immediately respond, although she could feel biting words leaping to her tongue. She just set her jaw and nodded. After a while, they were both far enough from the crowd that all they could hear and feel was the gentle swaying of the tide. Ilse swam towards a clean patch of sand on the ocean floor and looked up at the water and fish above. Reshma joined her, except she rolled over on her stomach and groaned. How do I get this spin off? she said, her face cradled in her hands. I don't like mermaids any more. Not like I formed an opinion beforehand, but now I think I've picked a side. As soon as I figure it out, we'll get back home, Ilse said. I don't even know where we are, and to think I was so close to turning Gerstle's tail fins into a block of ice. Reshma laughed right out and said, That would be so low, not to mention dangerous, seeing as how we are completely surrounded in water, but I like your thinking. Shall we swim to the surface and get our bearings? Ilse said. Sounds easier than climbing a tree, Reshma answered. They looked up and began sweeping their arms in large arc motions and tried to swim as straight up as they could. It took them quite a while, but they eventually surfaced. Ilse was first to gasp for air, not because she needed it, but she was surprised at how cold and loud it was. She could hear everything, birds calling, the waves, the wind guiding them. Reshma gasped, too. "'This is so odd,' Reshma said, shivering. She dipped her head so only her eyes peeked above the water. "'But we're definitely still mermaids!' They turned themselves around to get a sense of where each direction headed. They surfaced during the evening time, so it was almost too dark to see. Ilse realized that their eyes were changed to not be as hindered by the nighttime. She could make out shapes, but very little detail. We're very far from shore, she said. Can you see land? Barely. Does that count? Ilse said, pointing. She had no idea as to the direction. Oh, I think it's a ship. Rushma said. Well, my eyes are tricking me into thinking that weird shape is moving away from us. Are you tired? Ilse asked. From swimming? Hell yeah, Rushma replied. Can we try to swim for a bit to start making our way home? Ilse tried. We can rest on a rock or reef below and then keep going. Sure, yeah, Rushma answered. Are you all right? No, not really, Ilse bristled. But I will be happy to report to Ladala that we tried, even though I thought Swift was supposed to help us. And I'll be asking her what my ancestry has to do with them hissing and acting all deranged. Tell me about it. They surfaced again to better understand their surroundings. It was much brighter outside, but with the light came the realization that any form of land they thought they saw wasn't real. It was just blue waves in every direction. How do we know which direction to take? Ilse said. How did we ever get this far, anyway? It could be those weird rings, but I wouldn't be surprised if mermaids had anything to do with this. Reshma replied. Ilsey responded with a dubious frown. "'Rashma continued, "'You hear stories of mermaids singing and otherwise luring sailors to their death? "'What if they somehow got us lost?' "'I'd like to think that when they asked us to leave, "'they wanted us to leave the water, not dwell in it,' "'Ilsie muttered. "'Maybe we can retrace our path by going underwater again.' "'You know, it all looks the same down there,' Reshma sighed. "'Maybe we can focus on finding some kind of land.' "'changing ourselves back into our original selves "'and hopefully flag down a boat or ship "'that can take us back to the fishy village.' "'Or I help,' someone said behind them. "'They splashed and turned to see another mermaid "'bobbing just above the water. "'She was the same girl with brown, flowing hair. "'It strung over her face, but she didn't seem bothered by it. "'You! We've seen you before!' "'Ilsie said, startled by the mermaid's attempt "'to communicate with them. "'Who are you?' "'Dalit!' came the simple reply. "'You lost!' Yes, we're lost, Reshma said calmly. Do you know where we are? A day swim to fish, people. The people who eat fish? Yes. Well, we need to swim to people, Ilse said, nodding encouragingly. Can you guide us? This was met with a blank stare. Swim? With us? Go to people? Ilse tried again. I take you to people, the mermaid smiled, pleased with herself. This is great, Ilse whispered to Reshma as Dalit dove underwater. Her fin flopped up almost as a beckoning gesture before she completely submerged. If something bad happens, let it be known that I don't care for mermaids, Reshma said. Maybe it's just the royalty that's a bit sour, Ilsi said, starting to follow Dalit. This one may save our lives.